0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast where we talk about all things related to mental wellness, faith, and the culture. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda. I am a licensed clinical psychologist slash content creator slash everything else that I like to do. (laughs) I'm a firm believer that psychologists, like we don't just have to show up in the hospitals and the offices and such. We can function in so many different roles and that's why one of the reasons why I thoroughly enjoy my profession. But we're back, y'all. Yet another week of the podcast. I really hope that y'all enjoyed last month's Black History series. We had none other than consciously uh, Ernest Krim we had my sis Brittany Brodus and we topped it off with Chief Agenwale and I'm sorry we also had Liz Liba uh, who is a phenomenal speaker regarding uh, microaggressions and racism in the professional setting specifically with black women the feedback that we have been getting regarding this series has been phenomenal i've gotten so many people who have joined our text community um who have really expressed their their gratitude for us addressing such subjects and i just want to say thank you to everyone who was listening thank you to everyone who was sharing uh because let me tell y'all like last month the numbers i want to say they doubled like the numbers for the podcast downloads doubled Doubled, and that really helps with our visibility and kind of getting the word out there regarding what we do, what we're about. And I have nobody else to thank for that but Jesus and y'all. Uh, so I, I really appreciate that. With that being said, though, we are now in March. It is officially. Women's History Month. We have some exciting things lined up this month. So make sure that you are following me on the gram, follow me on the TikTok and follow me on the podcast so that you can stay up to date with some of the cool things that I have going on in March. Let me tell y'all, it's going to be busy, busy. Like we got some things lined up. My sister and I will be out of the country doing some work. It's going to be phenomenal. So just make sure that y'all are uh, watching us. Make sure that you're tuning in. Before I get started, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to For The Culture clothing line based out of Philly they the homies I appreciate y'all for sending me like a box of apparel uh, this is one of their hoodies I hope y'all can see it it says culture I've been wearing this hoodie down okay uh, <laughs> it's the first time y'all are probably seeing it in the social areas uh, but let me tell y'all this hoodie is so comfortable and it's it's black owned so make sure y'all support for the culture clothing I'm also going to put that link in the show notes so make sure y'all hit them up If you haven't done so already and you're living under a rock, I need you to go into the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that is on Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever it is. I need you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe and leave me a review because the reviews really help, again, with our visibility. And we got some things that we have lined up for this year and your rating is really going to help with that. So I really do appreciate how supportive y'all have been thus far. We're just asking for a little bit more support. Um, in addition to that, don't forget that we have episodes that come out on the audio version of podcast every single Wednesday. And on Thursdays, you can l- look at the video version of the podcast. Uh, so make sure that you're tuned. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're tuning into the LinkedIn page, which also showcases our uh, episodes and such. So make sure you're tapped in there. If you haven't done so already, I need you to text podcast to 21000, that's podcast for 21000, that is where you can get all the podcast updates, you will be able to learn about all the guests that I have coming up, as well as some of our previous episodes, as well as some of the episodes that I have with other podcasts I'm involved in, including the Double Dose Podcast with myself and my twin sister, Chanel S. Reynolds. Okay, y'all, so now that we got that out the way, uh, I'm doing the show solo today, and y'all know I love to just... Just talk to y'all because y'all be talking back and y'all say it's helpful so all, as much as i love interviewing folks i also love just talking to y'all one-on-one and y'all know when we're talking when i'm talking one-on-one we usually have a show format uh so i somewhat abandoned the format that i typically do uh for this past february because i had so many guests but we're going back into our segments and y'all know my favorite segment You guessed it. It's hot off the press. That is where we talk about mental health in the news and black culture and how it relates to us. So this particular subject or this particular topic wasn't necessarily in like any national news or what have you, but I will say it's news to me. Uh, So if you're not watching the video podcast of this, uh, you, you will see or you probably don't see, but you will find that I'm currently holding an award that your girl has won. So, your girl is the recipient of the 400 Distinguished Award presented by the 400 Years of African American History Commission. Let me tell y'all, I thought this was a hoax when I had somebody from the government email me. I was about to like, just not open the, the email. But I read it, and it was a whole letter from Congress talking about, you know, you have been nominated and selected as our recipient of the award uh, as one of our recipients of this award this year. This is an accolade intended to recognize the distinguished members of our society who've served their community through nonprofit philanthropy, public service, and volunteerism while implementing a positive influence benefiting those in the underserved population. And just to kind of give you guys a rundown of some of the individuals who have been recipients of this award. Uh, this includes Stacey Abrams, uh, Ben Crump, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, just to name a few. And again, it is for recognizing those who have done work in the African-American community in order to help black people. And they're recognizing my work with my nonprofit, Minds of the Culture. Uh, so shout out to you know any of the volunteers I've ever had for Minds of the Culture, starting way back uh, when I first started with my girl Jillian, to all of my interns, to my current social media assist, uh Sade Archer, who does a phenomenal job with our social media page, as well as some of the events that we have coming up. I want to thank y'all like this is our award. So I really appreciate it. And again, just to give you more uh, of a rundown of what the 400 years of African-American History Commission does. It was developed in it, it was developed in 2019 and facilitates activities throughout the United States commemorating the 400th year anniversary of the arrival of Africans in the English colonies at Point Comfort in Virginia in 1619. So again, I am appreciative of this award. This is an official award. Uh, This was, you know, by Congress. Like, this is affiliated with Congress. And again, I was excited when I got the email that I received the award. They asked me for my address. Again, I thought it was a hoax. Uh, But that's kind of like what I wanted to talk about today, y'all. So while I'm very appreciative of this award, it kind of had some thoughts running through my head pertaining to, like, do I deserve this? And so after receiving the email and getting notification that I have been selected for this specific prestigious award. And y'all, this is heavy. Like this ain't no cheap little uh, award here. This ain't no cheap little trophy like this. This thing is heavy. And it says 1619 400 years of African-American history commission presented to Dr. Shonda Reynolds, the distinguished 400 award. This drawing like, you know, it's, it's a couple pounds. Uh, so. So, you know, this is legit. And so when I received the email, I text my homegirl, Dr. Afia, who's a friend of the podcast. Uh, She's been on here talking about psychotherapy uh, numerous times. And I was telling her like, girl, first of all, I got this email from the government talking about I won, blah, blah, blah. Did you nominate me? And she was like, no. I was like, huh, that's weird. I wonder who in the area nominated me because one, I'm new here and don't nobody know me like that. Two, I'm still considered very much an early career psychologist. I don't feel as though I am worthy to receive an award of such magnitude. And I'm so appreciative for my friends in my circle because, yes, I'm a psychologist. Yes, I help people through when they have these types of uh, negative thoughts and just harmful self-talk to themselves. But at the same time, psychologists are people, too. And this was just one of those examples of how sometimes we can experience negative thoughts that we have to work through ourselves. And so when I talked to Dr. Afi about this, uh, she was, of course, she, she disagreed. She like, you know, of course, you're, you're doing the work, you're out here, you're, you're doing such. But when I... Think about where I am in my career. Again, very much considered an early career psychologist. And in the psychology field, if an individual has been in uh, working in the practice of psychology for five years or less, they are considered early career. No matter you know, what they've accomplished, no matter what they've done, you're still very much an early career psychologist. And because of this, this idea, this concept of not being uh, seasoned in this space, I conflated that with me not being worthy of such a high achievement and a high award. And immediately when I had that thought, I'm so happy that I didn't uh, lean into it because sometimes, yes, we do have a tendency to lean into thoughts that aren't uh, necessarily valid, but I talked about it to somebody else and I also challenged it. And so I wanted to talk to y'all about that today, right? Because so many of you have probably gotten some sort of recognition, uh, been promoted at work, have been selected for an award or selected for some sort of accomplishment, and you might feel like, huh, am I worthy of this? Am I accomplished enough to say that- If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. at participating McDonald's.: At you know to receive such an, an accolade or such an honor. And you know, a lot of times those thoughts that we have in our heads, I'm a firm believer that they don't always come for us, from us. A lot of times the thoughts that we have really come from the enemy, but sometimes we entertain them like they're ourselves. That's a whole other topic that we need to address on this podcast a little bit later. But today we're talking about self-doubt and how doubting yourself Coming down on yourself, seeing yourself as uh, pretty much not as accomplished or pretty much like a small fry, insignificant, can impact your ability to successfully achieve your purpose. How self-doubt can impact your purpose. Am I talking to somebody today? Am I talking to someone who who has allowed uh, thoughts of self-doubt, thoughts of unworthiness, thoughts of... Uh, feelings of imposter being an imposter in the space that you're functioning in allowing that to impact your how how significant you see yourself in the space that you're operating in so we're talking about why we don't doubt ourselves and how we back that up regarding the word of god y'all y'all know i'm a believer i'm a believer in jesus christ if you're new to the podcast like i said i got a a lot of new listeners in February. Some some of y'all may not know that I am a full blown, you know, down for Jesus type of girl. Uh, so we're going to be looking at this from the faith based lens on today. All right. So number one, self-doubt can prevent you from taking action on your goals. Self-doubt can prevent you from taking action on your goals. So I want you to think about that. So so anytime we tend to to doubt ourselves and we don't see ourselves as being worthy or equipped with the things that we need to do in order to accomplish uh, things that we're already anointed for. That's a whole nother word. Thank you, uh, Lord, for that. The, The things that we're doubting that God has equipped equipped us with the tools and the strategies that we need for a journey that he already anointed and equipped us for. But let me tell you something. So, so Proverbs 16 and three, if we can just quickly turn to that Proverbs 16 and three, it says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Commit your plans and actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. It doesn't say it might succeed. It doesn't say that, you know, there's a small three uh, percent chance that it could possibly likely succeed. Absolutely not. The word is sure. And it surely says your plans will succeed. And that means by entrusting our plans into God and taking action in faith we can overcome our self-doubt and fulfill our purpose. That means that if you have uh, a plan of being uh, the lead attorney at your practice in a few years, if you have plans to become a psychologist, if you have plans to be uh, the top uh, cosmetologist in your area, you have to create that goal and function in it through a lens of faith. And through faith, that thing will be successful but when I am not operating from that lens of faith then yes I am going to doubt myself I am going to doubt my ability I am going to doubt uh, you know am I anointed for this do I do I have the skill set do I have what it takes in order to functionally thrive in this space I'm going to doubt myself because of my own lack of faith come on somebody if you hear me on today I need you to type in the chat wherever you're listening to or le- wherever you're listening from I need you to write a little radio in the podcast description let me know that I am hitting in this area I know I'm stepping on some toes today because I'm stepping on my own toes today but that's all right though uh we're gonna keep going number two self-doubt can cause us to underestimate our abilities and talents self-doubt can cause us to underestimate our abilities and our talents y'all I I love this podcast because I feel as though I can be transparent with y'all. Like, I I literally can talk to, like, my followers, uh, the the subscribers. I feel like I can talk to y'all about anything. And you know what? A lot of y'all talk back to me and say, I've been going through the same thing or I've experienced the same thing or, you know, asking questions about this, that, and the third. I can honestly say that when I received the email regarding the award and how, you know, they wanted to, to uh, provide this award to me. I, I doubted myself because I underestimated my ability and my talent. I underestimated myself. I felt as though because I did not have that much skin in the game, right? I know psychologists who've been doing this far more uh, many years than I have. I, I don't got much skin in the game, to be honest with you. People might see You know, like what you might do on social media, what you might do in the media, what you might do uh, in this place, that place. They see you doing this. They see you doing that. And they might feel like, oh, seems like she's been doing this for years. When in actuality, what y'all is just seeing is favor. Like sis has not been doing this for a long time. Uh, But that's just what how my God operates. But anyway, so so when we when I when I received that award and that email, I'm like, yeah, nah, this ain't for me. Y'all got the wrong chick. Like this is not. Y'all sure y'all want to do this type energy like. But I I realized that I was underestimating the anointing that God had put on me. I was underestimating the the. And and for those of y'all who don't know what anointing is, it is the God given uh, power, the God giving authority to do something, to achieve something, to accomplish something with ease. Some people might be anointed for the entrepreneurial space. That's why they're able to thrive in it. Some people are anointed in the pastoral space. That's why they're able to pastor. Some people are anointed in the boardrooms. Some people are anointed in the classrooms. I strongly believe that my anointing is in that healing sector. And I told y'all before, you know, um, when I was like early, like late teenage years, early 20s, I want to say it was like two years straight. I was, Any prophet that I ever encountered um, will always tell me you got healing in your hands. You got healing in your hands. There's healing in your hands. While I do believe that the healing in my hands, yes, is for physical healing also, but I also believe it's for that mental health healing. I believe that I am anointed to do this. That's what sets... Me apart from, you know, a clinician, from some other clinician, I I strongly believe that I have the anointing to be able to break yokes and to break chains through the lens of psychology. That's just me. I believe that you have the anointing for the space that you're functioning in. I believe that, you know, this person might have the anointing to function in this space. But when we start to doubt ourselves and doubt the anointing that God has bestowed on us, then we will experience that self-doubt that we're talking about. So I can honestly say I was in that place, y'all. I'm like, am I really anointed for this? Despite what God has already said about my lives on on multiple occasions, despite, you know, what, what he has confirmed through his prophets, despite how, Uh, you know people receive my ministry how people receive the um, you know when I'm speaking and you know providing therapy despite all of that I begin to doubt myself and so when we are fearfully we have to keep in mind that we are fearfully and wonderfully made God has equipped us with the things that we need in order to successfully function in the areas that we need to thrive in whether that's from a career lens Whether that's, you know, and we often talk about anointing like when it comes to skill set, but people can have an anointing in a a certain uh, areas such as like being in, in their family. I'm anointed for, you know, this, this family role. I'm anointed for, for fatherhood. Like you can be anointed for things other than just, you know, entrepreneurial ventures and ministry and all those different things. I think we, we tend to put ourselves and we tend to put God in the box when we think that way. But going to Psalms 139 and 14, it reminds us by recognizing and embracing our unique gifts, we can use them to fulfill our purpose. I cannot embrace my gifts if I'm doubting them. Do y'all hear me? I cannot fully embrace my gifts that God has given me, the talents that God has given me. If I am doubting myself, that's why doubt and, and, and uh, faith and, and the abilities and the, the talents that God has given you, it cannot coexist. God, the, the scripture literally says that, that we use our unique gifts. That means the gift that he only gave you. Right. The, not the gift that he gave your neighbor, not the gift he gave your mom, your auntie or what have you. Granted, yes, anointing can be generational. Gifts can be generational, but it ain't going to have that sauce like you have on it. You, your family might have an entrepreneurial anointing, but it doesn't mean they're anointed how you're anointed to do it. Your family might have a preaching anointing, but it doesn't mean you're, everybody's anointed the same exact way. There are unique gifts and talents that you have. In order to fulfill our purpose in order to fulfill your purpose all right so we're going over to number three and I really hope y'all are taking notes because this is good I'm preaching to myself if nobody else self-doubt can cause us to compare ourselves to others and feel inadequate self-doubt can cause us to compare ourselves to others and to feel inadequate I oftentimes talk to my friends who say that you know one of the reasons why they feel as though they have to take a break from, you know, social media and such. And granted, I'm... who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut-off? da ba 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 I'm a firm believer in taking breaks from social media. I do it myself. It's because sometimes it is inevitable to to compare yourself, to d- to doubt yourself. Uh, in comparison to someone who you might see, you know, jet setting on Instagram, or you know, they got they wearing these brands on TikTok, or or they have this many followers on um, YouTube or what have you. Like it, sometimes it feels like it's a a very human trait to compare ourselves to other people. However, they say comparison is the thief of joy. So when I am doubting myself, that's when I go down that rabbit hole of comparing comparing myself. People who are confident in who God has created them to be aren't going to be comparing themselves like that. They're not going to be, you know, comparing them and say, God, why you ain't gave me this like that person? Why didn't you, you know, I I don't speak like that person. I don't convey messages like this person. I don't have a, a practice like that person. When you wake up to the things that God has given you and the gifts that God has given you and the talents that God has given you without doubting it, and put, sprinkle a little faith on that Then, thing. Then and only then you will be able to break free from self-comparison. You should be able to to, you know, cheer for that person who's winning and got this stuff and that stuff going on without second guessing yourself and saying, oh, my God, should I be doing that, too? Are they getting ahead of me? Self-comparison is such a, such a trick of the enemy because not only does it impact your self-esteem and your self-worth, but then it also breeds uh, content between you and your brother, you and your sister. It's like, it's like an internal type of thing and also you know vertically it impacts you because it, it, it makes you want to distance yourself from those relationships. And so it's really important for us to understand that It was never the will of God for us to to compare ourselves. Right. So so looking at Galatians six and four, it reminds us to pay careful attention to our work for then we will get the satisfaction of a job well done and we won't need to compare ourselves to anyone else. By focusing on our own unique path and purpose, we can overcome our self-doubt and find fulfillment. So again, self-doubt can lead us down that rabbit hole, but we want to combat it by focusing on our own journey and not thinking about like, oh, my gosh, you know, this person is doing this. This person is doing that. How does this impact me? It shouldn't be like that. Number four. This is my last point, and I want you all to write this down. Self-doubt can lead to a lack of trust in God's plan for your life. I'm gonna let that sit and marinate for a little bit. Self-doubt can lead to a lack of trust in God's plan for our lives. So when we're, again, we're in this realm of self-doubt, not only can self-doubt impact you on a personal level, but it also impacts how you see God, your ability to trust God, your ability to to acknowledge and to fully hold on to his promises. The word of God says his promises are yea and amen, but because you doubt in yourself, that has you doubt in what God has said for your life. How many times have you doubted uh, your ability to finish school, your ability to to save in your savings account, your ability to to walk in in fullness and purpose, purpose and wholeness? How many times have you doubted that and that caused you to second guess, God, did you really call me to this? Did you really God? Did you really tell me that, you know, I'm I'm anointed for this? I'm ordained for this generation. Did you really tell me that that I'm uh, called to be an activist in this space? Am I really called to organize in this space? Am I really called to 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 teach in the academic space? Am I really called to this? We allow self-doubt to cause us to then question God and his authority and his plans. When the Bible clearly states that, you know, God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. If he said it, shall he not do it? That's what he said. Should he not make it good? Like the Bible clearly says that. If we focus on what the word of God says and acknowledging that his word is yea and amen, I don't have room to doubt myself if I'm looking at it from that lens. And again, if I am preaching to nobody else, I'm preaching to myself, beloveds. Uh, So. We're going to continue to work on this self-doubt thing and combat it through the word of God, because I believe that you can combat things from a psychological level. You can uh, do what we call restructuring our cognitions or restructuring our thoughts around it. But we also, you know, we got to hit the devil with the one 2 punch every now and then uh, with the scripture <laughs> to, to back it up. So I want us to continue to focus on self-doubt. Again, I am very grateful for the African American History of Commission for providing this award to me for my work in the black community. I am forever grateful for the 400 Distinguished Award. Um, Yeah, and I appreciate y'all for listening. Listen, don't forget, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. And I really mean that. Like y'all, you really do got the power to create the emotions that you wanna experience. I'm not just saying that. I want y'all to really embody that. Um, But anyway, make sure y'all tune in next Wednesday for another episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. God bless. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba da ba ba ba